desire. Hello and welcome to The Rebuild. My name is Peter Moses. This is the Blue Wire Network. I'm not Jordan Zerm. We're still keeping a sea warm until uh, he comes back from the dark side working for the NFL itself. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about the Browns. They're sad and they're ready to play some more football this weekend. And to uh, join me in this discussion is a real live doctor. You heard him last week back by popular demand. Gates Merriman. How you doing? Hey, Pete, just uh, honored to be back. I, I cannot believe it. Listen, generally, I'm not reinvited to things a second time. So this is <laughs> a stunning development in my life. This is uh, this is your people, though. We're here for the sadness. And boy, do we bring the sadness in droves. We do. We do. Never a dull moment, though, you got to say. No, I would I would kill for a dull season. It'd be amazing. Can you imagine yeah, can a season just... where we just went nine and seven and it was let's fine? hire fucking Jeff Fisher. That's what we should do. I seven like and nine. It'll be Marv, like, yeah, Marvin Lewis, maybe. Yeah, that would be that's that's would be a dream come true for this franchise. <laughs> and we could fire him and start all over again. Oh, listen, what are we if not the phoenix that burns itself by accident and then rises again? That, what, wow, that was beautiful. I mean, that's I feel like that's the Cleveland Browns for 25 years. Your your poetry minor is really shining through here. Oh my god. Yeah. It really, really is. Totally worth it, guys. Go to college and spend all the money. Everything will be fine. Um, yeah, it's, it's fine. Doesn't matter what you study. <laughs> yeah, literally nothing matters. Um, just like the Brown season now. Nothing matters. Miles Garrett officially suspended, even though for the rest of the year, even though that's actually not allowed in the collective bargaining agreement, which just makes you know how much the NFL really cares about the unions or anything that they've ever negotiated ever. Um, also in the rule books, it says if you use a wep- your, the helmet as a weapon, uh, it's 15 yards and you're ejected. So definitely equals, uh, you know, rising to the sensationalism of the moment that happened for like 48 hours and suspending him for the rest of the year. Well-deserved. Yeah. Yeah. It's now seeming like maybe we went a little bit overboard now that the, uh, We've all had a chance to, to cool our heels a little bit and some just fascinating developments. We're recording this on uh, Friday the 22nd, uh, a couple days before the game, a couple days after Miles Garrett's hearing. And man, uh, Peter, I, I believe you had this one. I did. I didn't want to say, you know, he's a Tommy Laren loving, Collar Kaepernick hating MAGA head, but. I think you actually said almost all of that. Last oh, yeah, time. that's right. You, I did you say said it exactly quickly. that. You're right. Yeah. Um, I said all of that. Um, also, who comes out with a statement, you know, four days after being like, check the tape, man, check the tape. And then they subsequently um, say, I definitely didn't say anything to provoke anyone. Just want to get this out there in this statement that I'm reading from my lawyers. Oh, did he say that like preemptively? Yes. In that statement oh. he made a couple days ago, he was like, I definitely didn't say anything to provoke him. And I get it. <laughs> so, you know, the good news oh, is. Boy. I guess it's more unfortunate. It's unfortunate that the NFL, especially during primetime games, doesn't have every single part of the field mic'd up for NFL films. Otherwise, we'd probably be able to figure out what happened. Yeah, pretty conclusively. I don't understand how they, like, why would they not mic it up? They 
I'm assuming they have the microphones lying around. I think they have the budget to like put a couple in people's helmets. It's not um, even that it's mic'd up. They just like point those fucking booms that look like big, satellites yeah. at the field and they can hear everything. It's, and also it's, it's too strange that they don't have anything. I don't think there's like conspiracy theory. I think it's just fucking bizarre, but maybe there is a conspiracy. I would say the conspiracy is them not like you know that tape is buried. You know. Roger Goodell's security forces got that tape immediately, even if there was just of the play itself. Like, yeah. But what doesn't make sense about this, though, is Miles Garrett's a much bigger potential star for the NFL than fucking Mason Rudolph. Um, so, like, why would they be protecting Mason Rudolph? I, I, it would be fucked up, but I would, I would get it if, like, this was an Aaron Rodgers incident. And they're like, oh, we have to protect one of the golden boys of the NFL. But it's Mason Rudolph. The Who odds, cares? He might not even be starting when we play them next week. He's so fucking bad. Right. Like if, the, he, if he catches an L to Cincinnati, like they're not, Ooh, they're just like going to say, fuck it. Yeah. And I don't even know who their third stringer is. Duck, you know, I, the guy do, who does duck calls. Um, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> By the way, I saw in, um, in some of your, your comments for the show, people, someone and it was it was asked nicely, but they were like, just wondering, are you guys real football analysts? Like, do you have a background in football, basically? Um, Absolutely. The answer to that do. question is, if you have to ask, uh, <laughs> how much do you really know about football? Because, yeah, Peter and I are not. Um, yes, we are. We are, well, we are. We are junior high school football experts. That's that's very true. I was um, I made one tackle in a preseason game. And it was so in, in seventh grade and it resounded so much that it was the only thing my coach had to say to me about me at like the end of the season awards banquet. He's like, it's made a tackle for like a seven yard gain in the preseason and uh, never stopped trying after that. So that's my <laughs> football history. So no, folks, we don't really know what we're talking about. Yeah, we have no idea what we're talking about. None, but either like neither do you, and also neither do most of the people who say they do know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're here for like actual analysis, I mean, Zerm w watches tape, but like also, you know, this isn't that much worse. We're not that, no, much it's not worse. that. I mean, it's worse. So don't get us wrong. And our the entire audience is nodding their heads right now, yeah, screaming into their radios or whatever <laughs> this is. They're but, screaming um, into the radios that they listen to this podcast in. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. The old-timey transistor. That this I don't know how technology to. works these days. But the point is, like, this isn't the place for hard-hitting um, X's and O's. There's, there's other venues for that. There are other this venues just, for that. This is your therapy I, session. Okay, I went to college in Pittsburgh. And let me just say, I feel like Cleveland and Pittsburgh are close enough. So many people have a relationship with either from visiting there or friends or family or whatever. Pittsburgh. Great fucking city. Beautiful city. It Beautiful is a cool people. town. I visited you. I enjoyed myself. Oh, what a lovely town. Great people, great restaurants, uh, just fantastic. And uh, it brings me, and I, and I know they're like nice, normal, progressive, happy-go-lucky folks. Brings me a little bit of joy they have to decide with uh, Mr. MAGA Man himself, like who's like done nothing but throw them picks and like catch L's for the last four weeks yeah. against someone Who's like, yeah, they, he called me the N-word. Yeah, yeah. It's This is a, a fascinating situation because it's just like, it's, it's binary. One of them is lying. So it's like you just, you have to take who you think is less likely to be lying. 
Right. And, and like, we you know, both think that's Miles Garrett. I will say he, the way that this all came out, like if you do want to, if you're looking to, to doubt him, then it is odd that he didn't just come out with it. But as he said, he didn't intend for the statement that he made at the hearing to be made public. So like, no, the NFL definitely released this to make him look like he was coming up with an excuse. He said the whole time that he was going to wait for the appeals process. And you can't yep. fault someone for going through the fake channels that you set up and also then penalize them for not just like telling the media immediately. Like, the other thing is that the, the statement the NFL put out um, saying, so they said, we found no evidence of Miles's claim, which is a pretty misleading way to say that. Like, that's a way of saying um, Miles' claim is unsubstantiated, when really yeah. what they should have said was, we didn't have tape or we didn't have audio on the field. So or we could not, we don't have the this. evidence. Yeah, exactly. They, what they're they saying really is like, no, you just it. making the claim is a lie. Exactly. Like, we and have, that part's fucked up. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, it's, uh, listen, in a league that is uh, currently blacklisting a guy for literally just trying to um, acknowledge that black people are getting killed at an alarming rate by cops, and they're like, fuck you. Fuck you and everything you stand for. Um, you know, probably not the, uh, the most, uh, you know, open-minded when it comes to Someone saying, hey, someone called me the N-word. They're like, we don't care. We're going to... I just can't believe they suspended him the whole season and the playoffs. Like, and, and he has to apply for reinstatement. Yeah, he has to apply for reinstatement. He's in strike two the whole time. Fucking Tariq Hill, like, broke his son's arm. And, like, because a case got dropped, everything's all well and good. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Can you just lay off the Browns just a little bit? The answer to that is just a resounding no. The good news is... We are a little bit off the hook here as Browns fans um, in terms of just having to feel the, you know, on our last episode, the kind of stench of the team. It's still there, but this at least kind of changes the picture a little bit. So, yeah, now the picture is like, screw it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Exactly. And and now we can. It's been just a weird 10 days as we kind of knew it would be. Are you do you feel like you're. 100% 100% back on board, like, all right, let's make this playoff push, or is it is it still sort of in between for you? I mean, if we beat, if we if we put up 30 points against the Dolphins, like, let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean. Like, if we, like, may, like, if they come out pissed and they don't hit people with helmets or kick yeah. people in the face or, you know, like, go, get to the line with six seconds left on the play clock every time. <laughs> you mean play poorly like they have been all year? Is that what like, you're getting at here? Yeah, like, I mean, I know it was a struggle, and it was Thursday night, and as much as we were like, yes, like, as we reacted last week, like, they didn't look great. That Pittsburgh defense is stout, though. We got to give a little more credit to that, and they got it done. They scored 21 points against a tough defense, and... Before that game, the, the articles being written about the Pittsburgh defense, it was like the, the second coming of the 86 Bears. Um, so... Is it 86? Like I said, not football people. 85 Bears? Whatever. I live in Chicago. Whatever. The I'll just Bears. shout out the window. Somebody <laughs> tell me. <laughs> but, but whatever. Someone yeah, just so... like shouts it at you and like throws a pole of sausage <laughs> yeah. cooked through your window. <laughs> I got to I gotta get with the culture of my, my people here in Chicago. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that Steelers defense was being teed up as though they were like this really historic um, incredible defense and maybe they'll get back on pace but like 
we did quite well against them. No turnovers. Um, played like overall, not the the cleanest game, and we we let some chances go, but like we fucking won. So yeah, <laughs> and they couldn't stop gonna... us from scoring when it was like time to put the game away. And I don't uh, know how you feel about this week. I don't feel like there's any middle ground. I think either it's going to be like 18-17 Miami and we're all just going to walk into the ocean after this. Yeah, or, yeah that'll be that. Or we're just going to like really turn it up. And uh, it would be know, a good time to to finally show up a little bit. Like, score for 30 a points reasons. One, against the worst team in the league, please. Exactly. It's the worst team in the league. We, um, we've been waiting for the offense, the light to finally go on at some point. So if not now, when? Um, and also just in terms of like, galvanizing the team a little bit and moving forward after this whole Thursday night football debacle, it would be really nice just to, just to stamp like a convincing win, even if it's against a shitty team. Just give us something here, man. Just like, how about just a win? Just a win and it's fine. You know what I got to say? Um, I'm so excited to just have a, a, a one o'clock game again. Oh, These, thank God, right? The, the primetime thing, I know we were all clamoring for it, and it's like a, a mark of how much the league wants to pay attention to you and the nation wants to pay attention to you, but it's a pain in the ass. The games go either really late or like you're just kind of sitting there on Sunday all day waiting for football to start. I'm, I'm down for a 1 o'clock game again. Roll I out of bed. Couldn't agree league, more. Especially in your, your California time. Oh, my gosh. 10 a.m. games are just the bee's knees. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's really uh, – I don't want the hype. I don't want any hype. I want zero primetime games next year. I want zero. <laughs> the way things are heading, um, Coach Marvin Lewis coming on board, we should <laughs> we should probably be staring down the, the barrel of, like, maybe one Thursday night game against the, the Jaguars or something. That would be sweet. Um, all right, Gates, let's take, <laughs> a, let's take a tiny break to talk about – Wait, hold on, on, hold on. I'm, I'm – I, I've just got this shirt, and it's it's a good shirt, but it's it just hangs so low. Um, so I'm just hold on, <laughs> I gotta figure this out. What were you What were you saying? Oh my gosh, Gates! I'm gonna tell you and the audience about Untuck It. The what? holidays are almost here, Gates, and you know what that means? Gifts, baby. And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Not like Gates's floppy, weird shirt with his weird short torso. You. <laughs> You've seen, you ever seen an untucked button down like Gates's? They look terrible. Why? Because Gates is ugly and because they just weren't meant to be worn that way. But thankfully there's Untuck It, the original button down shirt that actually is designed to be worn untucked. No matter your shape or size, Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untucked length. And when the holidays are near, no better gift for your favorite guy who needs an upgrade. So. Whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use the code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com. And the promo code BLUE for 20% off untuckit.com. The shirts are good. The shirts are actually really nice. Um, yeah, Gates, get your ugly ass a shirt. I don't know where this turned into calling me ugly. I teed you I really beautifully did. for an hour. You really did. It was really you got, nice you're getting and positive. Paid to insult me here by the, the fine people at Untuck It. And Listen, I don't think God, they'd be on board. I think they uh I think they would they would know that they're doing me a solid. And yeah. uh, I'm grateful right. for it. Listen, you'll take it too. What do you care? Yeah, I mean I'm just gonna go there and, and use uh, code word blue or 
whatever the I don't know. Whatever the no, dude. It's code word blue. Come on, I just okay. read the ad. Right. No, 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 no. Promo code. That's the code word. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Pass code. It's a code blue. Code, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm a doctor, so I actually know what that means. But oh, you is don't. that bad? Uh, it's generally not a good thing. Usually means someone's um, uh, physically dead, and you have to try to. <laughs> Try to restart their heart. Um, oh, so code blue is like not yet, but 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 close. No, code blue is th- this person's heart is no longer beating and they're no longer breathing. Can you um, bring them back to life? Essentially, untuckit.com <laughs> slash. This blue. is all part of the scripted ad read, folks. This is what Untuckit gave to Blue Wire. Hell yeah! Um, all right, Gates. Miami, they Miami. suck. Yep. we should beat them by 15 points. I mean, we're like 10 and a half point dogs, our uh, favorites. Like, or is I mean, it home I, or away? Is it away? Home. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. It's home. Um, all right. Yeah, we should. I mean, we, Simone Takitaki might be playing both defensive interior and edge rusher for this game because I don't know else who else is going to be out there. I might just like, a, play every, yeah. every linebacker we have. but No Olivia Vernon, obviously no Miles, no Ogan Joby right now. Um, wow. I think it's just going to be Sheldon Richardson, and then he's going to have like those like uh, marionettes that you like put on either side <laughs> of your head. <laughs> so it looks like four people yeah, running at yeah. you, but it's just one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, it could work. Um, they. This is the, a little bit of the frustrating part about John Dorsey is we've just over the years, shedded guys who definitely aren't starting caliber, but were like decent. Like I would love to have Carl Nassib on the bench right now. And wouldn't mind Jannard Avery. Just didn't yeah, have to trade him the fuck away for someone in the secondary who doesn't matter. Right. He a little bit operates as though injuries and in this case suspensions like won't happen. Like it's it, it's been a bit um, odd to me. I guess our depth has been okay on the defensive line. Like Chris Smith has been. Um, relatively reliable and and uh what's his name from last year's draft has come along pretty well oh yeah um, the guy who dude like produces music what the hell Chad is his Thomas. Name? yeah thank you there we go sports listen we're a podcast about the browns we know yeah. some of the players names that's right not all of them but i mean there's Liz, over listen, 50 tweet at me or leave five stars and leave us a comment just tell us who all the players on the browns are so we can you know say them back to you on the podcast yeah, um, yeah. Just just leave a comment <laughs> listing the active roster week by week, please. <laughs> just please put five stars. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. Like, it's uh, it's frustrating, and yeah. I don't like it's like feels self imposed, and uh, it's just it's it's uh, getting just a little bit too. He outsmarts himself a little bit. Don Dorsey obviously is still excellent and the best thing to happen in the franchise in a while, but a few. Coming into this year, he was um, flawless. And now between the Austin Corbett thing, um, the the Antonio Callaway, audio. Oh, yeah. Pour one out. Yeah. That really didn't yeah. go well. You, weren't, you had all the reliability of Josh Gordon with none of his skill. So yeah, thanks, Antonio height. Callaway. <laughs> like, what, You're just like, what if Josh Gordon was 5'8"? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to get that guy. Yeah, I mean, we got to get that guy. And definitely play him over Richard Higgins, our quarterback's favorite target, who's always a, like reliable and open. Yeah, and apparently now we're playing Daryl Hodge over Richard Higgins. I, so that's I don't. That's another like baffling thing. I think that's more on coaching, obviously. But um, what are we doing? It's not hard to to notice that Richard Higgins 
works really well with Baker Mayfield and provides, especially when you have someone like OBJ and Landry as your one and your two, a possession guy like Richard who just isn't flashy but can get open and move the chains is so fucking valuable. Like, well, he's now, like a Joe Jerovicious type, but he's not uh, playing. <laughs> Joe Jerovicious minus the staff infection. <laughs> yeah, minus. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, the good news is, though, we also have tight end David Njoku coming back, so he's going to be able to drop a couple nice third downs for us. Yeah, so he should really be have... pretty reliable going over the middle and dropping a pass that hits both hands. I, we, I'm going to put the over-under at him dropping a pass that makes you go, Jesus fucking Christ, at one and a half. Hey, man, I'm, I'm still here for the Ricky Seals-Jones era. Like, I, I don't know if we really need David Njoku. He hasn't really blossomed. Listen, um, I'm also here for the uh, unknown first name Carlson dude we got. Oh, yeah. oh, Mr. Carlson. Yeah. One of, one of the Mr. best out there. Carlson. Mr. Carlson. <laughs> Why don't you run a slant route for us? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Honestly, seems like with one catch that I saw him make, he has better hands than Njoku will ever have. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was a, he kind of like mossed him there. He went right over the top. It was, it was a beautiful thing. Um, is that what mossing is? I don't know. But that's what I'm led to believe. He, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, Joku coming back, hopefully he develops. Um, seems like a fun guy, so that's good. And I guess we could use some sort of boost right now. The offense at this point is largely unscathed, which is uh, terrifying, but hopefully will bear fruit this week against the, the Dolphins. All right, I'll, uh, I'll go first with a prediction. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be optimistic because what is our life if not Lucy stabbing us in the eye while holding us with the football. Um, I'm going to go Browns 34, Dolphins uh, 18. Holy shit. I was going to say 34 17. Hell yeah. This yeah. is what I'm talking about consistency, teamwork. We, can, we can do this. And then we'll go into what should be a pretty fun lead up to the um to the pittsburgh week fucking oh, mike tomlin God. like we uh we've got nothing to learn from that game it's like you, you are suck. a piece of shit my you friend you suck yeah i am worried well, for everyone's safety in that game it's gonna be um it's probably gonna be pretty ugly i'm worried for everyone i'm just yeah. i'm because like if there's one thing we know it's that a freddie kitchens coach team knows how to go into an adverse environment and keep it cool. Yeah, yeah, just a lot of level heads there um, mm-hmm. that, that play within <laughs> the bounds of the playbook. Uh, yep. It should be, should be fine. Yep. But So at that point, though, we will be ideal. Okay, so we figure we're going to win this week. We'll be 5-6. and six. So going in with a chance to be 6-6, six and six, and I think also make the Steelers potentially 6-6. Six six. Yeah, we got to win that game. And then it's off to the, the fucking races. Besides Here we the, go. Uh, we always said we're going to run the table in. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, generational yeah. quarterback. We'll cross it still doesn't make any sense there. that yep, we we'll stopped cross- him so well in like week three or whatever. It does, I don't get it. No. The good news is we won't have a defensive line to stop him with either the run or the pass. when we Yeah, it won't so. make a difference. Won't but, hey. make a difference at all. Um, all right, Gates. Well, that was quick and sad. Uh, so we'll have fun. <laughs> Let's have fun this weekend. Yeah, I think um, I think you know we've we've kind of self immolated enough. We've beaten ourselves up. We can uh, we can get out of this now and and just move forward and go back to the Browns beating us up rather than feeling bad about ourselves as a fan base intrinsically. Yeah, and remember. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you get to boo Roger Goodell to his face when they have the draft in Cleveland in 2021. That is going to be a beautiful sight. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be really something special to see. It's going to be 
the best football related content to come out of Cleveland in about 40 years. So Hell yeah, baby. Um, yep. Gates, where can people find you? Um, so I'm still working in the ICU. Great. Um, if you uh, are an asthmatic <laughs> and you lose your inhalers for about seven months and don't do anything about it, I am happy to put a breathing tube uh, down your throat and into your lungs. And uh, I'm uh, at Danger Moses on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, check out BlueWirePods.com. We also have a YouTube channel that we just launched for uh, good clips from podcasts all over the country. Um, this is the rebuild. Uh, go Browns. Go Browns. Why not? Why not?